welcome to another edition of the Mighty Sports Minute. I am your host, Talent T. Taylor. It is, what is this? What's today? January 12th. It's Tuesday night. We're going out for Taco Tuesdays later. It's one of them. It's, about to, it's actually a little chilly here in South Florida today. It's actually got down to about the 50s. So, you know, we got to dress warm. But you know what I say. We're going to the time. We're going to the weather. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So let's start talking. Listen, if you're wondering how the hell are we getting another Mighty Sports Minute so fast, there's only one reason I will come talking to you on a day like today on a random Tuesday for one reason and one reason only. Roll! Listen, you know it. I know it. We saw it. Listen, 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 listen. Let's be serious for half a second. Only for half a second, though. <laughs> that was a hell of a game. What a game, what a game, what a game. Like, I still need to finish doing my research. Like, that's how much time I have not had to fully soak that game in. Like, that quarterback for Clemson, yeah, he was a troop. Like, I didn't watch, like, the game leading up to this, like, like the semifinal game or whatever, but... Yeah, this game was everything it was made out to be. Like, not for nothing. Like, I think that cornerback going out for Clemson completely, like, changed the, the whole entire demeanor of the game because automatically you saw a deep ball after deep ball, even though it was really only about two. But things just kept on, just kept on getting past a certain line that they weren't getting past before. So, man. As Nick Saban goes and gets his fifth ring. What's this, four and seven years now? Listen, I told you, I don't know much about college sports, especially college football. But there's one thing that I knew going into this one is that for some odd reason, that when I heard the, when, when anytime there was talks about who was the best team in college, there was always two names, two things that were synonymous, Nick Saban and Alabama for the last couple of years. So, listen, there we go. They went in there, they took care of business, and, and came back came back in that second half. And, man, I'm telling you, just just a great game. I'm glad I caught it. So glad I caught that game. And if you missed it, you missed one hell of a game. But we're going to shift gears really quick. Because, like I said, this is a special edition of the Mighty Sports Minute. We might as well just call this a mighty morsel for you. You know, that's that's how tiny it is. But things are going to go fast because, you know, in the beginning, we asked you, you know, who wants to go fast? So that's what we're about to do. So, man, the the playoffs. <laughs> if you bet listening to me, I, I listen, I hope nobody ever bets listening to me. I am not taking responsibility if you lose money. There's a reason why I don't bet myself. <laughs> like, I refuse to lose money <laughs> on randomness. So... Really, like the only team that that won that I that I was able to like fully commit to was Kansas City. Seattle ended up being beating Minnesota, even though like I was like Minnesota was more of a heart pick than it than it was anything else. 
Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh be beating Cincinnati. That's one that, I mean, Cincinnati, yeah, Pittsburgh, that, that's one that could have really gone the other way. And Cincinnati just did what Cincinnati does that doesn't come through in big games. And that's that's the one thing I was afraid of, was that Cincinnati wasn't going to be able to, to maintain composure. And But listen, <laughs> I should have talked about them last because, you know, I officially now have a second inductee into the Mr. Hanky. We've all heard of Rudolph and his shiny nose. And we Old all dirty player award. But all of those stories seem kind of gay. Cause we all know who brightens up our have it and yes we are talking about the one We've all heard of and the and only Vantez Perfect Vantez Perfect yes he is the latest inductee into the Mr. Hanky Old Dirty Player Award founded by let's not forget the original Old Dirty Player Odell Beckham so, that game could have went either way. And the fact that Cincinnati just let another one slip behind. I, it, this just lets you know that Cincinnati is to not be any more trusted than Denver and Peyton Manning is. And I am not going to fool myself twice by going against the green. You know, like I said, I, I did a bunch of heart picks in the beginning. And we ain't, we ain't going to do any more heart picks. Fully believed that Kansas City was going to do what Kansas City did. The one thing that I was wondering if, if Aaron Rodgers was going to be able to do, Aaron Rodgers came up and did. He did what Aaron Rodgers and, and Green Bay does. But, once again, that was against Washington. And yes, Washington was a little hot, but that was against Washington. So, it's because, like I said, I wanted to see how well they did. Like I said, if they beat Washington, I said I wanted to see how well they were going to do against Washington. So, they did enough for me to say, hey, you know what? I still think you're gonna lose to Arizona. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to it. Like I still think at Carolina and Arizona are gonna be a uh, true ones and twos, and that's what we're gonna see coming out that at NFC final. Right? Seattle beat in Minnesota. Like I said, that was once again as close as close can be. And if Adrian Peterson didn't do something that Adrian Peterson, I want to say, really isn't known for. You know what I mean, is is especially fumbling in big mo in, in the biggest of moments in big moments. But listen, it happened. That's what he did. And if and if anything could be said for the Pittsburgh Cincinnati game, Seattle Minnesota game, that's what's really caught. You know, that was one big turn in both games were key fumbles and key you know were fumbles and key moments. That's listen. That's nothing that needs to be repeated by any by anybody in any way, stretch, or form. Now, Seattle is that team that does scare me more than anybody. Listen, this is. This is not their fourth time there. So, I've mentioned this about Seattle. They sandwiched their seasons. You know, they stored off hot. 
give themselves some cushion to take a lull in the middle and then they end the season extremely well. This is what they've been doing. This has been their pattern for four years now. Or three years. Five, maybe, maybe maybe four or five. Shoot, how long have they been doing this now? Four years. He's, you know, so... And then they get hot right in the playoffs and then we've seen them in the Super Bowl now. What's this? Two times in a row in the NFC Finals. You understand? And now, and now they're right, and now they're right there again to play to get back in 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 the NFC Finals again. You know? You understand? So, do not. I'm not gonna sleep on Seattle, but do I think that they can beat Carolina? <sighs> Anything's possible. Like my man Kevin Garnett said, anything's possible. I'm going to ride with Carolina because I said they're the true ones and twos. But like I said, if any one of those two teams go down, I'm not surprised if we are looking at Seattle and Arizona. And I think way deep down, we've kind of wanted Seattle and Arizona there for a couple of years now. Because they've been the one battling in that division. So, so now we have what's it? Kansas City, Cincinnati. Sorry, yeah, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, C Seattle, Green Bay, and now with New England getting the higher seed. Pittsburgh being the low. See, I I can see Pittsburgh. I don't know. Pittsburgh has some injuries. We're going to see. This is going to be very early. Really, really early. So, I may have to hold off on picking the Kansas, the Pittsburgh and Denver game. Because, like I said, I think Kansas City is going to beat New England. Let's not get that twisted. I think Kansas City is going to beat New England and they're going to keep rolling on. Kansas City is how I feel about Seattle, even though I'm scared to pick Seattle because of what Carolina, who Carolina is and has been this whole season. But Kansas City is like Seattle. Like they, they're just so hot that I can't go against them. So I think Kansas City is going to roll right past New England. I'm going to have to find, we're going to have to find out and see if Ben Roethlisberger and if, um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, jeez. Their wide receiver. But you know who I'm talking about. The guy that got laid out by Mr. Dirty Player, number two, <laughs> Ventez Perfect. Can't stand people like that. Like, jeez. Like, there were so many other ways you could you, you could have tried to hit him. Find a clean way. Just find it. Stick to it. Go there. Make it your happy spot. And commit to it. And I don't even want to talk right now. Like, it's... Thank you for listening. And so, we're going to switch gears and we're going to hop right into the NBA because, listen, NBA is still popping. It's still, like, it's still doing what NBA does and these power rankings aren't going anywhere and they and they just keep chipping every single week. Like I said, we, something different happens. Like, and we're going to start from the bottom up this time. 
Now, yo, worst team in the league is Philly again. <laughs> Philly this week is gonna have to is gonna have to see if they can squeeze a win out even between Chicago and Portland. So we're gonna check out this port. We're gonna check out that Chicago game later on today. And I have no doubt about it that Chicago should definitely come out the victor in that particular matchup. Um, next up, second worst team in the league, L.A. Sorry, Dre. You know who I'm talking to. You know who you are. Sorry, L.A. fans. He just isn't, like, like just not putting together the wins. They play Golden State, um, the Pelicans, Utah, and Houston. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, we're going to catch enough Golden State games this week, so I'm not even going to watch Golden State. I'm going to watch some young, I'm going to watch them take on some young talent this week. So we're going to watch that new one, the Pelicans game. Next. Phoenix, somehow, some way, some shape, some form, they jumped up two spots from the from the 30th team up to the 28th team. Right as this week, they're going to face Indy, Boston, and Minnesota. So, it's going to be... Let me see. I said, I'm, I, I guess we're going to watch them play Minnesota this week. Alright, uh, and... Like I said, this is just a young talent thing. I don't, I don't know, like, in the, for some, is it just me? Or is, is, is there still just something that you just feel is just kind of boring about Indiana that you're just afraid to tune into their games? Even though it sounds like they're not, they're not a boring team. And they've made moves to not be a boring team. Like, they've gotten rid of David West. You know, they've gotten rid of um, the big blunder that LA now has <laughs> that they can't manage to win with either. You know, so... I, I really need to check out a couple of their games a, a little bit more, but I'm just afraid that they're the same old boring Pacers for some reason. And I know I'm going to be forced to eat those words. Pacers fans, listen, it's okay. You can go on me. Comment comment below. That's what that's what it's for. But I, I apologize. Like You have a history of not having real exciting games. But listen, for your fan base, I'm pretty sure they're excited. And listen, I'm probably going to eat them because I haven't watched. So I'm talking out my ass. But it's okay. You know... You're listening through your ears. It's all even out. It all evens out. The Knicks moved up from the 21st spot up to the 17th spot. This week they're going to take on Boston, Brooklyn, and Memphis. We're going to watch them as they play on the grinders in Memphis. Like, I understand. Like, I could watch them play Boston and, Boston and Brooklyn as... Actually, they played... Actually, I think they played Boston tonight. As we speak, they should be playing. But I want to I see them take on those grinders. Those... Uh, Boston is, is a good matchup, and I want to see them against division rivals. And so, and Brooklyn has just been a, kind of a joke of a team as they trying to figure out what they want to do with with their as they just listen. They, they just fired their owner and they fired their general manager or general manager stepped down. However they want to phrase it, but they no longer have a coach or a general manager. Truly, so we have to say what they because as Polkovac is talking about, he deserves to win um, now more than he did six years ago. Listen, he has to find a team that he can actually build upon. Because apparently buying teams for him isn't going to be working. Uh, Miami moved down from the number 8 spot down to the number 9 spot. They play Golden State, the Clippers, Denver, and OKC. So again, I told you, we had enough Golden State games to watch. So we're actually just going to watch them take on OKC. I want to see them fair up against the team that they beat for a championship. Now that they no longer have LeBron there. Let's see how Russell Westbrook and... Kevin Durant fears against this team. That's what interests me about that lineup matchup. Now, as we get to the top five, we're going to have Chicago in the top five. I'm oh, sorry. 
That is the ESPN rankings. As ESPN rankings have their top five through one, just to let you know. Chicago, Oklahoma City, Cleveland, San Antonio Spurs, Golden State. That is not how the NBA have theirs at all whatsoever. At number five, we come in. It's the LA Clippers. They're going to play Miami and Sacramento this week. And let's say I'm only going to watch one Miami game. No need to watch the second one. <laughs> to be 100% honest, I'm going to watch them play Sacramento. Let's see what's happening with Rondo and Cousins. Because like I said, Rondo is still one of the top assist leaders in this league. And if that team had any kind of functionality or cohesiveness or leadership or something that resembled a professional team in the behind the scenes kind of, you know, kind of making, maybe they could string together enough wins to be a competitor. But right now, they're just a team with a bunch of talented people that are just exciting to watch. So we're going to watch them. we going to watch them. we going to see. Oklahoma City comes in at number four, just like L on the, actually on the ESPN ranking, as they face off against Minnesota, Dallas, and Miami, and like I said, you know, vice versa stuff. So we gonna take we gonna watch them take on Dallas, because that always seems to be a nice little matchup for them. Comes in at number three in both rankings is Cleveland. They go up against Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston. And like I said, we gotta get enough San Antonio games in. Like I, we just we just scheduled ourselves to watch a Dallas game. So it's all about the versatility, all about the versatility. Consuming as much as you can based you know based off what you have in front of you. So we gotta watch him take on the bearded one and hopefully let's see if Dwight Howard plays in the game and see if he can make any kind of impact. Because last time I heard about Dwight Howard, like I don't know what I heard about Dwight Howard last. He had a decent game recently, but they didn't but Houston didn't win. So <laughs> and then after that he was out injured or something like that. So Dwight Dwight is slowly coming to a uh, coming to a point in his career where he needs to start making decisions on if he needs to keep making stinks about getting the ball as much as he thinks that he should. He isn't impacting games the way he used to. Something is off. It's been off for ever. <laughs> Since, yeah, them LA days. We all know about it. And number two is Golden State Warriors. I, I still understand this, but they are 35 and 2. And they take on Miami this week. Actually, they've already played Miami by the time you've heard this. Um, they play Denver. They take on the Lakers. And they take on Detroit. And, yeah, we're going to watch them play Miami. See? Ha. Thought I was going to hate. Yes, I would like to see them take on Miami. I wanted to see them go down into the heat house and see how, how much spring... They had in those in that in the legs of Golden State. I mean, of of the Heat. Now that game is gonna be weird for me because I have to try to find a way to watch it. Miami is my local market, so for some odd reason, I don't get it on the NBA League Pass. Even though New York's my favorite team, like, like it really doesn't affect me much. But except for times like this when I have to wait a couple days when I want to watch these games. Next, number one. Yeah, yep, you guessed it. Who are now the team that is now out of all like 20, 22 straight wins at home. Some some ridiculous number like this that they're running upon. And this week they have Brooklyn, Detroit, Cleveland, and Dallas. So really what we're saying here is that we want to see what's going to happen when they play Cleveland and Dallas. Don't expect them to have too much of an issue with Detroit. But you never know. Drummond is a bad boy. Like, bad. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. 
So these 10 games in week 11. So from the bottom up, we're looking at Philly and Chicago, which, which Chicago should come up, come out on. Sorry, LA fans. When you when you go up against the Pelicans, I see the Pelicans East squeaking one out. Prove me wrong. I, I really hope in those situations, you know, you just prove me wrong. Phoenix and Minnesota. I got Phoenix, Minnesota coming out of that game. The Knicks and Memphis. This may be me, you know, being a homer with this pick, but I like what the Knicks have been doing this um so far leading into this game. Let's see if they can ride the momentum and take on Memphis. Because if, if they are going to start making a real push for that eighth seed, they're going to have to start beating teams like Memphis. So let's see if they can start doing this on a consistent, ba on a consistent basis. Next up, we have Miami or OKC. Sorry, Heat fans. I know you guys think that I'm hating against you, but no. We're playing Oklahoma City. Like, I, I just think that Oklahoma City has been in a really good place, and that's the reason why they've been they've been in the top five of the power rankings for the last couple of, you know, since the league, since the, you know, for the last couple of weeks. You know, I think he even got up to, like, number three at one point in time. So, listen, it's not, nothing really offensive. I just say that they have a slightly better team. Let's see if, listen, they, they've added some pieces that can really score. And so has Miami. I just think that Miami, that Oklahoma City has, has, has a little bit fresher legs, so... Just like just like those legs struggled against Golden State, let's see if those legs continue against as you, as they, as Miami gets another fast-paced team that's gonna come in. They're like, listen, you got, you got Golden State this week, then you gonna have the Clippers, then you gonna have Denver, and you gonna have Oklahoma City. Those are all running teams, teams that love you, they, that are gonna love to get up and down the court, make Wade, you know, earn every single thing that he can earn. So, listen, by the time you end this week off and you play in Oklahoma City, and that's your fourth game, and that's your fourth game this week, and seven, that's your fourth game in seven nights. Um, I see a little struggle coming. Ah, and then now in the top five, as I said, we have the Clippers, and because the Clippers have done really well to move themselves in to into the top five of the power rankings. So they play Sacramento, and I and I and I easily see them taking over the dysfunction that is Sacramento, because the the Clippers have seem to solve their dysfunction but it's odd because they've solved it while Blake Griffin is no longer is is, is is currently out which makes you wonder what's gonna happen when Blake Griffin comes in and and this has happened for the last couple of years hasn't it where either Blake Griffin or Chris Paul has gone out and for some reason it's helped solidify the team for that year and then all of a sudden and then they come out and they have a really good end of the season or rest of the season so I wonder if this is gonna be the same thing again. Blake Griffin goes out and helps solidify some roles, help help get help get guys refocused, and then when he comes in, things just keep rolling, rolling on, rolling on, rolling on, and then we're talking about them as one of the contenders for a championship. <sighs> Oklahoma City versus Dallas. I, I, I see, and <laughs> you know it's really funny. I'm, I'm realizing as I'm going through this how. The bottom three teams. I don't see any of those bottom three teams of power ranking winning. Then the two teams in the middle that, that I'm always that I'm always have an eye on are Miami and New York. How I kind of have them flip flopping as, as middle teams. And then listen, the rest of the teams um, moving up in the top five. I have all chalk. Like so, listen. There's nothing gonna be too interesting about the rest. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say that. Man. That's really about bad to say. But I have Oklahoma City over Dallas again. I just, I just think their their legs are just doing a little bit better than Dallas legs can. But like I said, I could be proven wrong. I have Cleveland over Houston. I just don't see Houston putting up enough fights. And trust me, no part of me likes to pick Cleveland for anything. So if I say I have Cleveland over Houston, I really believe I have Cleveland over Houston. Golden State I have over Miami, and I have San Antonio Spurs over Cleveland. As San Antonio continues their home winning streak. 
Listen, if you're, if you're not paying attention to the NBA yet so far this season, there's so much more that you are missing. But, <clears throat> we're just going to move right on. Because, actually, we're going to take another quick break. Last, we're going to hand out an award that is long, long, long overdue. That next on the Mighty Sports Minute. For listening again, this is the Mighty Sports Minute. I am your host, Talent T. Taylor. And in this final segment, as I said, we are gonna hand out an award. This is the first time we've ever handed out this award on the show, but also, this is also the first year of the show, so we haven't had really had the opportunity to do this. But this is now the sixth annual. We and let's just start this off right. <clears throat> we have a new. Fantasy football champion. Yes, as Fluffy Christopher Ruckus did not or was not able to advance into the championship round, what we saw. As far as mm, football season is now over, obviously, and we have now the you know the fantasy football all results are now all in. Champions are in. We had a matchup between Lewis Mejia and Darnell Mattel, and can I tell you, it wasn't close to begin with. And before the the matchup even started, Lewis Mejia was psychologically taken out of this game. Cause see, this has now been his third trip to the finals that he has had and just like his buffalo bills he has failed not once not twice but yes now three times he has seen the finals and he has gone down now i've told him listen it's not as bad as you think all you can do is start preparing for 2017 because it's obvious, like your bills, you are going to go down one more year in the championships. So yes, this last segment is all to congratulate Darnell Nattel for winning the 6th annual Fantasy Football League of the Brew Crew. Congratulations, Darnell.
And with that, I do thank you for listening. <laughs> this is another edition of the Mighty Sports Minute. I am again your host, Talon T. Taylor. Completely blessed. Anybody will take time to listen out. I appreciate it. You can always follow me. If you're listening to this, that means you already probably do follow me on SoundCloud. But if you don't, that means you probably will. Mighty Sports Minute. M-Y, the letter T, Sports Minute. Also, you can find me on Twitter, M-Y-T-Vet. That's Mighty-Vet, or you can find me on Facebook. And that is also Mighty-Sports. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Don't stress. I'm out here. My team!